In this episode, we're talking about creating a digital inventory list. Now, what in the world is that? <laughs> Stick around. This is Better Radio Websites, the podcast for radio professionals who want to see their website generate more traffic and revenue. Each week, your host, Jim Sherwood, and his special guests give you time-tested tips and secret tricks to ensure your radio station dominates digital in your market. Here we go. Hey, it's Jim, and thanks a lot for tuning in this week to Better Radio Websites. It means a lot that you join us each week to kind of grab some info that will help you make your radio station website better. Now, if you have a radio station website, I'm going to tell you right now, the goal of that website is to make you money. If you're not making any money, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, it's great to have a link to your stream, but you can put that on Facebook or you can put it in Twitter every single day. You really want to generate revenue from your radio station website. And we preach that so, so often. If you have a logo and a link to your stream, oh, you're missing so much money. Look, back in 2019, Radio's digital ad revenue topped $1 billion for the first time. Now radio stations, they have separate columns for just the radio and some for just digital. A lot of radio stations are doing more digital than they are radio, but they're using radio to build digital, and they're using digital to keep their radio properties heavily charged. So if you're not making money with your website, you're missing out. You're missing out so big. Please jump on board. You know, back in the old days of digital, you know, you sold some banner ads on your website. You called it a day. Many uh, maybe have placed AdSense banner ads throughout their website and declared it good enough. Well, with the advent of mobile apps, voice skills, podcasting, streaming, there's so many other ways of getting your content in front of your audience. And you have a much broader base to build revenue from so many more opportunities for you. If this is your radio station website and so many more opportunities for your salespeople who are in the business of making money, knowing that there's so many options out there, your agencies now and your smarter local clients will ask you, okay, well, what do you have available? Unfortunately, many sellers are not going to have a clear answer to this question. Just having the radio station website and just saying we have banners on our website, uh, that's not going to cut it. It's just not going to because, you know, savvy local clients, they're going to know, well, hey, I heard a commercial in front of a stream the other day and I saw a commercial in front of this video and, you know, can you guys do that? And you don't want your sellers to look, uh, well, uh, mm, uh, no, they're going to go somewhere else to somebody who has that stuff and knows what they have to sell walking in their front door. Now, inventory. Inventory is the total amount of space that you have for advertisements at any given time. Now, if you operate a radio station, surely a sales manager or, some, or maybe even you uh, maintain an inventory list showing all of the available commercial blocks in an hour or day part, as well as any kind of sponsorships in each hour of the day and any other features that a client may want to purchase or attach their name to. Well, you need that same thing for your website. This is your digital inventory list that we're talking about creating. For many years, smart online publishers have maintained a digital inventory list. They started out with an Excel spreadsheet or Word document. Now many 
have this tied to their website, and so they can log in at any time and see, okay, we have banners here, we have banners there, we have this sold, this is the, the price on it, everything like that, and their sellers have access to this, and so they can see what's available at any given time. So whenever they walk into a client, they can say, oh, well, we have this banner ad location, we have this sponsorship, you know, tell me about your clients. What do you think they would be interested in? And say, okay, well, we have this available, and then we have this available, and this, and this, and this. All right, there you go. That's somebody who's going to make a sale. So if you don't have the online portion of that just yet, start out with an Excel spreadsheet. All right, here's what your list should include in this digital inventory list. So start out with your regular banner ad positions that you have throughout the website. Now, your homepage may be different than some subpages that you have, uh, or it may be the same. So you have maybe a 728 by 90 at the top. Um, but on the homepage, it's different than subpages because we, we may want to charge more for that than other pages or a 300 by 250 or maybe some side banners on the side and the footer. All of these different ones that you have that are labeled run of site that you, you know, they're same throughout the entire website. All right. Top leaderboard, 720 by 90 sidebar, 300 by 250. We have available a, uh, a 120 by 600 that goes down the side of these pages. And you list all of these on your Excel spreadsheet. Now you may want to add the cost of the ads in each one of these locations as well so that your sellers can have a baseline to negotiate with. So be sure to note every position on your website and the sizes that are available because some agencies will more than likely have the 728 by 90s and the 300 by 250s because those are more common web sizes across just the entire internet. And so they may have those, but if you have special sizes, then they may have to have somebody go out and create those. If you have multiple ads rotating in one position, let's say you had the top leaderboard, 728 by 90, but you have five positions there that rotate on every page. So there's five clients there, and every time the page loads, either the client changes or they simply rotate like a carousel. And so, and then we have five positions in this 300 by 250 sidebar and then uh, sidebar number one and then sidebar number two and maybe sidebar number three. It's totally up to you whenever you sit down and you design your website. Okay, these are where our positions are going to be. It really should not be up to your website provider to dictate where you can have banner ads on your website. That should be up to you. All right. So. Once you have the run of site all kind of laid out, then start thinking about, okay, what post or page or feature sponsorships are we going to offer? So knowing your clients, some clients may say, look, I don't want a run of site. I don't think that that's really going to benefit us that much. Uh, but you have some pages that I think that would work best for our audience and our clients. And so we may want to sponsor these particular pages. For example, a storm shelter, they may want to sponsor your weather page for certain times of the year. Because if people go to your website for tornado warnings or hurricane watches and stuff like that, well, then the storm shelter would be a great sponsorship opportunity for them. It may not work through the rest of the website, your sports pages and stuff like that. They may not get any clicks from that. So they may say, okay, I want to sponsor this particular page. And so ideally, a sponsorship rate will be more than a regular run of site rate. 
and some other pages might be maybe school or weather closings, local sports team page, which is huge. We're getting into sports season right now. Imagine one of the booster clubs wanting to sponsor their page, which gets updated with scores every Friday night. All right. Obituary pages for funeral homes, flower shops, your events calendar, local sports category, maybe the category of uh, local sports, the daily poll sponsor, a contest sponsor, pet of the day or fill in the blank of the day or of the month. You see, these are page sponsorships that go for a little bit extra than your run of site. So then you have all of those listed out. Now start looking at your premium sponsorships. Now these can be out of the box ways to give your clients exposure outside of the typical banner ad space, like a, like a page takeover. It is a page sponsorship, but it's a sponsorship on steroids because they may get every banner ad position that's on that particular page plus maybe a background as well that kind of matches, you know, maybe their their storefront or something like that with all of their colors and everything like that. Now, that may be not something that you want to do, you know, every single day, but for if they're having a huge grand opening or a huge so-and-so sale, that would be a premium sponsorship for a dictated amount of time. And a lot of folks will absolutely buy this if they have a big event going on and they know that during that event, you're going to push people to this particular page. So make out a list of your premium sponsorships that you would want to do and then start thinking, okay, what about streaming? What about social media, podcast, email? If your station provides Facebook mentions for a fee, then your digital inventory list should also have the pricing and availability of these. Also, you know, social media platforms, they don't allow direct advertising because it goes totally against their terms of service. They want you to advertise with them, not for you to sell advertising on their platform. It completely goes against their terms of service and you can get your page just totally taken off of Facebook without warning. Okay. But there are things that you can do to kind of get around these. Like, you know, hey, thanks to Joe's Pizza on Main Street for the fantastic lunch today. Have you tried Joe's favorite yet? Oh, absolutely amazing. And an upsell to that may be a live stream on Facebook or YouTube or whatever, you know, saying that, oh, man, this, this Joe's Pizza was awesome. They brought it in today. Uh, it's been a perfect day. And then so, you know, and so really you're just providing a, a content, but you know, it's kind of wrapped around. Joe's Pizza could be paying for that. All right. There's so many opportunities out there with social that really don't violate their terms of service. Okay. So uh, be sure that you include those in your digital inventory list. Then you have your listen live, your podcast sponsors. Uh, this might be a simple link, but it also might include an, an image or a banner ad within the streaming player, or maybe even a pre-roll or post-roll commercial within the stream or the podcast. What else can you think of that your station does online that could have a client's name attached to? Hmm, I'm thinking already email blast, text messages, voice skills from Alexa, Google, and Siri. You know, those can come with pre-rolls as well. Whenever you uh, uh, reach out and say, you know, we want to have this uh, Alexa skill created. And when it, but right before it plays our stream, have it play this commercial. All right. Um, how about YouTube client tours by your talent? Uh, back when I was at Clear Channel, we actually did 
testimonials. We actually went to the business and kind of interviewed them and did it all on YouTube. And the client paid for that. All right. So uh, there are all kinds of things you can do. You can do a Facebook Live at remotes. Just, you know, that's a great thing to put on Facebook. And Facebook absolutely loves that. But in the background, that could be an upsell that you could have on this digital inventory list. Facebook Live from the remote. Be sure to include that if that's something that you're willing to offer. All right. Now, don't try everything that we've mentioned here right off the bat. Uh, start with the basics and expand as your team is comfortable with. Don't automatically just write this list out and say, oh yeah, we're gonna start doing Facebook Lives for every remote. Um, start with the basics. Start with your website. Start with that top 728 by 90 and a sidebar 300 by 250. We can sponsor the weather page and, uh, and maybe a, an events calendar or something like that. All right, start small and then build this list as your team is comfortable with. This list right here should be ever evolving. Now, we do have an Excel spreadsheet for you to download. If you go to skyrocketradio.com slash podcast, click on this podcast, and there is a link to it in the show notes. It's an Excel spreadsheet that you can get started up. Now, the clients are fake. The monthly rates are completely bogus because your market may be more or less depending on the content, the amount of visitors you receive each month. More visitors should demand higher pricing, which is you know why you should be promoting your website heavily every single day. Just have something that you can show your clients when they ask, what opportunities do you have in digital? Ensure that your salespeople are communicating digital's true value to these advertisers. Your website is not something to give away. It is not something to be value added. It is something to make you money on the street. Now, We've just scratched the surface here on what's available to you. If you get your creative team together, there's no telling what you can think of as far as ways that you can attach clients and uh, provide value to them using your digital assets. Now, at the very start of this podcast, I did mention that some folks were using Google AdSense. If you're just starting out with a fresh new website, that has content because AdSense will not approve you if you're a brand new website with no content on it. But if you do have content on your website for about a month or so, you can start off with AdSense or another third-party ad service. Just remember that the payout is not very impressive at all, actually, and it's literally nothing compared to what you can make selling these spaces on your own. Plus, you know, Google AdSense can deny or stop serving your website if you're not updating your content regularly. Yeah, they have a lot of rules. So you have to have a privacy page and all these other cool little rules, but it's, you know, maybe stick one down to the side, forget about it, you know, receive a couple dollars a month. We have seen some folks uh, make quite a payday, a couple hundred bucks a month, depending on the traffic though, depending on how much you promote your website and how much traffic you got coming in. But the main takeaway here is get this digital inventory list together and in the hands of your sellers who can go out there and start providing uh, service to your clients and more revenue to your radio station. All right. We hope this information has been helpful to you. If it has, reach out to us, Jim at skyrocketradio.com. Leave a review and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. That's all for this week. Have an awesome week making your radio website better. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Inspired by today's episode? Be sure you are subscribed and share this episode with a friend. 
Visit skyrocketradio.com forward slash podcasts for more episodes as well as show notes for this episode. Need help starting or making your station website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.